Hey guys, I'm Jackie, she's Kelsey, and we're movie critics. JK, and we just watched Death on the Nile. Ooh, ooh, yes, we did. We watched Death on the Nile and we got the intro right, you guys. Finally, probably for the first time ever, I said it right. I'm not going to lie, we went over it before we hit record. I'm like, probably because we rehearsed. <laughs> we rehearsed it, but yeah okay so it's been a minute um and sorry about that but you know life um but um so we watched death on the nile it's not a recent movie but it's still kind of recent isn't it it's been on itunes for a while i watched it it out february 11th so yeah it's not you know old or new but i watched it on hulu actually last night so it is available to stream for free or, you know, not technically for free for the person who pays for your Hulu, but whatever, you know what I mean. So I wasn't really like super dying to see it, but then I kept hearing people talking about it, like a different podcast I listened to, which is not even about movies. They were like, oh, I just watched it and I really liked it. Um, and of course I saw that Gal Gadot, is that how you say it? Do you say the hard T or do you not? See, I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. I just like saying Gal Gadot. So I will say that. So Gal Gadot (laughs) is in it. She's beautiful. She's Wonder Woman. I love her so much. And then, so I watched the trailer and I was like, okay, is Margot Robbie in it too? Because there's a blonde, obviously not Gal Gadot, because she's, you know, dark haired, beautiful. um, That this other beautiful blonde, I was like, that is Margot Robbie. And how did I not know that Margot Robbie was also in this movie? Because I also love her so much. But it turns out it's not Margot Robbie. The girl's name is... uh, Emma Mackey. Thank you. She is from one of my faves, recent faves, Sex Education. That show on Netflix. You know what? I thought she looked familiar. Yeah. She plays Maeve Wiley, who was like the coolest girl on earth on sex education. And I totally want to like dress like her and wear my hair like her. So I love her. So, and I was actually like really excited that she was in it. Cause I was like, good for her. She's like doing other things. And I'm like, this one's pretty big time with Gal Gadot, Mm -hmm. with Army Hammer, even, you know, I guess this was like before all of his weird stuff. Ew. But, um, I mean, he's still a pretty big movie star. And then Annette Benning is in it. Um, I'm trying to think who else, like, off the top of my head. But why don't you give us a synopsis, Kels? Okay. Belgian sleuth, Hercule Poirot. It's been, like, two weeks since I've seen this, so I probably said that name wrong. Um, their Egyptian vacation aboard a glamorous river steamer turns into a terrifying search for a murderer when a picture-perfect couple's idyllic honeymoon is tragically cut short. So it doesn't give much, which I think is good because it's, right. it's a murder mist, a murder <laughs> mystery. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. And so it's definitely a whodunit. And so I went into it and I was like okay pay attention because probably every detail means something um and I definitely didn't guess who the murder was and I definitely you know even though I was paying attention I still didn't get it um Mm -hmm. but it like okay I felt a little bit bored at the beginning like they had to do a lot of setup before they actually get on the boat before the murder occurs so True. I was getting a little bit like, okay, can we please get the like, murder going? Let's get to it. Yeah. yeah, like the movie's called Murder on the Wait, yeah. Death, Death on, on the Nile. Sorry. It's called Death. So when is somebody going to die? Like, <laughs> we know it's coming. You know it's coming. Um, and I was like, oh, it's kind of sad whenever I was like, oh, that this person died. And then they start going through everything. And so this Hercules Poirot is supposed to be like a Sherlock Holmes I think kind of where he's yeah like, he gave those vibes for sure yeah he's like a famous detective and he just happens to be on the boat where this murder happens I mean kind of but um and honestly like I felt some of the characters were a little unnecessary 
<laughs> like I was like why are they even in this I but it was kind of it seemed to me like some of the characters are just there so that that keeps you guessing like right. okay well exactly it could have been them it could have been and that's kind of where I was like but why do we even need to know about them and then I was also thinking because you go you're going through the movie and he's going through all of his theories and stuff and they all have to do with like the rich people that are on the boat but there's workers running around them all the time I was like how do we not know that it's one of the workers that we haven't even been introduced to and maybe Um, it is (laughs) maybe it is um so it definitely was like okay I'm I'm watching really closely and I still didn't I still didn't like figure it out or anything. Um, the I, like I don't want to give anything away because I feel like even if we share one thing about like the couples, I'll say it'll give anything away. But the the couple, what does it say? Like overly handsome couple or something, and they are like ridiculously beautiful. Picture perfect couple. And that is such I mean that is so true picture perfect couple could not be more gorge um and then it's like all these other you know then it's like a friend of the detective and his mother and then like this lesbian couple at one point (laughs) yeah they never like specified but it like came off that way and then also Russell Brand was oddly there yeah Russell Brand was there too but in heavy like makeup and weird hair and prosthetics so you wouldn't even know it was him I don't think if you didn't really I feel like just like him but with a beard I mean I just it didn't have like his hair you know his hair is always yeah um and he was so quiet and serious Mm -hmm. um but I mean he's you know acting this is a movie so I don't know why I was so surprised but (laughs) I definitely wasn't like, oh yeah, that's Russell Brand. I was like, oh wait, is that Russell Brand? <laughs> yeah. Because it was it was definitely not, you know. But um, it's definitely really beautiful to watch. Like there's a lot of great cinematog. <laughs> <laughs> there's some, uh, you know, it's of course it's on the Nile. So it's in Egypt and there's all these cool, you know, things with pyramids and and stuff and it's of course out on the um in the water so a lot of the scenes are really really gorgeous but I was sitting there kind of going okay how much of this is a green screen because like where did they film this like I was kind of going obviously they're not filming that like at the actual pyramids they filmed it I think during no it was supposed to come out like at the beginning of COVID so this might have been pre-COVID really anyway yeah I was just like so did they build a boat? And I actually did some Googling for some Jackie Facties before um, we recorded. And I, they did build a boat, um, like a replica or whatever. And that's where they filmed it. But it wasn't like actually in Egypt, um, of course, you know, the CGI. Yeah. Um, and apparently, so Kenneth Branagh is the guy who plays the, the main character, the detective. Uh-huh. And he also, he was the director and he also did the one before this murder on the Orient Express, which I haven't watched. Have you seen that one? I have seen it. Oh, you did? Similar concepts. Like yeah, I liked it. I love murder mysteries. Well, and I do too, but I just, I like, I don't know. I, I wanted more mystery, like at the beginning, like I wish that they had given some sort of a you know how they do like a, a little scene and then they'll flash back and they're like three days earlier and then it like starts the story. I wish that they would have given us one of those so I would have known who dies and what, I don't know what the situation is. It I don't took know. a little while to get to that part for sure. And, okay. and it usually does. Right. Okay. I'm glad I'm not the only one that felt mm-hmm. that way. Um, but it's really beautiful to watch and it's definitely an interesting story I was like oh what what (laughs) um but yeah it's it's you know what did you think of Ralph I thought it was really good overall I would probably watch it again but you you're right the beginning was a little bit slow and kind of like okay let's get to the point where they're like actually like on the river and whatever Um, 
Um, but I was also shocked at one thing that happened at the beginning too, which I was like, oh, dang. And I won't say what it is. Uh, I'll I talk think, about it after, but you probably can guess. Yeah. But, I, so it had some twists where I was like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Even though I probably should have. And so it kept me interested. Yeah. And I agree. I know what you're talking about at the beginning. There's this part that's surprising. So it definitely will catch you off guard. And I kind of feel like I wish I knew a little bit more about the characters. Like I've never read any of Agatha Christie's books and I've, this is the first movie I've ever seen. I'm pretty sure. I don't think I've seen any other ones, but like she's supposed, like I was just, of course on Wikipedia reading about it. And it's like, she's supposedly the, like the most successful, successful novelist in the world ever. Like 2 billion copies of her books have been sold. So like, Dang. just cause she's not around right now, like she's still really successful. So mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I should know more about her characters, but I don't. And so I was a little bit like, okay, so like this guy and these guys, this guy's friends from before, but like, does that matter? Like, <laughs> you know, just, it was, it was kind of like, I, I felt like I needed more information yes. a lot of the time. <laughs> But then I'm sitting there going, okay, are they not giving me more information? Cause that's part of the story. Like, is that the point? You know, cause they do it that way sometimes too. Yeah, they want to um, keep you guessing. They want to keep you guessing. Well, so did you feel like murder on the Orient Express was slow at the beginning like this one or was it not? To be honest, I don't really remember it very well. This happens really? to me nowadays. Oh, um, well, you, you know, so I'd have to rewatch it, but I do know that I've seen it. But, <laughs> and you did like it. Yeah, I remember enjoying it, but I mean, I don't know how much I enjoyed it if I haven't watched it again, but also I don't watch many movies twice unless it's like my faves. Yeah, me too. And yeah, I don't think just if you've seen it once doesn't mean you enjoy it because there's lots of movies. There's lots of movies I have where I I don't want to watch it again because the first viewing was so amazing. You know, I've always said that Mm -hmm. about A Star is Born. I also kind of feel that way about Rocket Man, the Elton John movie. Oh yeah, we loved that. I love that movie so much. And I love Taron Edgerton's performance and I'm still butthurt that he did not get an Oscar, Oscar nom, but mm-hmm. I have not watched it again. Like I've seen it on things where I can stream it and I'm like, no, I don't want to ruin the first experience of watching it. It was so good and I have such a good memory of it. Um, so yeah, I don't think it just because you've watched something once means that mm-hmm. you necessarily didn't love it because you know. For sure, I've done that with a lot of movies. Obviously, yeah, I know. I'm always because I've I know we you and I have talked about A Star Is Born, and I'm always trying to I think of other ones, and I'm like, oh, I need to talk about that on the pod, and then I forget. But like, I know that Rocket Man is one that I was trying to remember, so I'm glad I was able to slip that in. But um, yeah, so. Was it like a little over two hours? Isn't it like it was, it was yes. super I, long? It was two hours and seven minutes. And honestly, like it seemed to me like a fully half of the movie is the build up to the actual mm-hmm. murder. So I was just going, okay, guys, let's get this going. But I mean, I liked it, and you can stream it for free. So, like, why not? Yeah, totes watch. It's not going to cost you anything. I know this was another one um, that they bumped back several times due to COVID. Um, But they were saying like the budget was 90 million million and it's already made like over 150. So it's, you know, Mm -hmm. made plenty of money. And it said in there that there is a plan for a sequel. Oh, so yeah. And so they, um, yeah. Also, wasn't this a remake? It is a remake. Yeah, there's, I think they were saying the other one is like from the 70s though. So I've never seen it. Long time ago. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's way before our time. But um, I don't know. It's, it's interesting to me that, because it seems like the actors and, because like there's still Agatha Christie plays like in London that have been like it's the same show that they've been playing for 80 years or something like the, the longest running show. She has, really famous you know pieces or you know whether it's on stage or it's in a movie all over the place and so it seems like actors in general want to do her stuff Mm -hmm. so I feel like that's kind of it too where it's I don't know what to compare it to where like Star Wars in a way where some actors are like I don't care if the movie's good or bad I just want to be in a Star Wars movie you know like 
Yeah. Um, it's more like Shakespeare or something where it's like, I don't care if the movie is good or bad. I just want to do Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, but if they keep making, making money, they'll keep making them. And Kenneth Branagh seems to be a huge super fan. And he also did the, um, Murder on the Orient Express. No, not that one. The one that oh, was he um, wasn't on too. the one that was uh the one that was nominated for Best Picture this year, Belfast. That, that oh. um, yeah, that was kind of you know his story a little bit. So um did we talk about Belfast? I liked it. Did you didn't you watch it? No, I did not see Belfast. That's the one I didn't see. Oh, and actually, Kelsey, I really think you should watch it because I think you would like it. It kind of is a little bit of Jojo Rabbit vibes. Is it streaming somewhere already? I'm not sure about that. I don't think so. I'm looking right now. It's got that feel where it's like from a kid's perspective. You know, you always like those. Yes, I love Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, Jojo Rabbit was good. Um, But yeah, so like we have tons of other stuff because we haven't talked in a while. What have you been watching slash streaming um i most recently watched what you and barb were talking about the other day at your mom's house captive audience a real american horror story yeah i watched it too what did you think i i mean you kind of gave me the rundown so i think if i would have watched it without knowing like what was happening but i mean it's a true story so i i was like like i watched it with lauren and i was like oh just wait like i just kept being like it's worse (laughs) It gets um, yeah yeah because that's a lot for one family to have to go through and it it was very interesting to me like just the story about the boy coming back and after seven years and I didn't realize he had rescued another little boy like yeah I don't think I told you that um and so the story is it's a kid from the 70s he was kidnapped I forget was it like in Indiana somewhere kidnapped when he was seven years old this you know a stranger picked him up and was like oh <laughs> my mom told me to come get you or let me give you a ride home or something and then takes him and the kid is missing for seven years and then so after the seven years so he lives with the guy in this other part of indiana or wherever it's from goes to school i mean like they just start acting like he's his son he is of course sexually abusing him this entire time um but then one day when the guy the bad man brings home a new little boy the original boy who got kidnapped who is now like 14 said no I'm not going to let this happen to another kid so he and the little boy escape so he goes home and it's this there was this whole media storm so I was familiar with the story um because I've heard it on one of my many many true crime podcasts but um it was interesting to see like the footage there was so much media stuff which Mm -hmm. seemed it seemed like even just watching it, I was like, I can't believe that this kid's parents are letting the media be around this much. Like they would just handle it so differently now because you want to protect, you know, people from the insanity of the media. Um, and, but so that's not even the end of the story. Should, should I give or not say anything else? Okay. It that's gets not- crazier. It gets crazier. Like that's not the end of the total end of the story. But um, so I didn't really like the way they did it though. I didn't like how they had, you might agree with me on this. They had, because there was a movie made about this story. Yeah. And the guy who played him as a kid, they had him reading lines like, or his was him. Like, yeah, yeah, I didn't like like that. I was like, they could have just... I don't well, know how to narrate or something. Yeah, and I don't, I mean, I don't think this gives anything away, but the, the kid that got kidnapped originally, like he has since died. So he's not around to be interviewed. Right. So I think that that was part of it, but I agree. It was like, they were incorporating this made for TV movie about it, which they were saying like, this was in the seventies. So this again was before you and I, but it was like such a major national news story. Like, not so much when he got kidnapped, but when he returned. And so then they made a made for TV movie about it. Like, and they were like, it was two nights in a row. Do you remember TV movies like that? Like that was kind of, it was kind of more of an eighties, early nineties thing where something crazy happened and they'd make a a TV movie about it where it's like, 
it's like a Hallmark movie kind of where it's cheesy and it's, you know, not super great production values, but it's still like a movie, you know? Um, and so apparently it was like, like so many people watched it. I mean, like 40 million people or something watched it both nights, which is an insane amount of people in the seventies. Yeah. You know? So like everyone knew the story, but then of course they were saying the, the, like, the made for tv movie changed some stuff from the original story so then i was like well what is real and what isn't and they didn't really like clarify i don't know it was and i didn't like the way they used they had the actors read his interviews and yeah i don't know it was like they gave they implied a lot of information without really giving it and i i understand that like they were trying to be sensitive because of course it's a he went through something horrific. Um, but it's like, well, you're telling me that like stuff happened, but you're not telling me what it was. So yeah. Like I'm watching the documentary. I want to know, I want to learn about it, you know? So it was, it wasn't my favorite documentary for sure, but it was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I will have to ask Caleb what he thought. Cause he loves a documentary. <laughs> yeah. I just think that the true story of all of that is crazy. And but the documentary wasn't like the best but it's worth watching too it's only three episodes and it's on hulu right it's on hulu and each episode is like 40 minutes so it's not a super big time you know it's not a time waste or anything but it's also like i don't know again two whole episodes about him being kidnapped and then being rescued and then like just one episode after that of kind of everything that happened after which felt rushed like did feel a little rushed like i just it just really wasn't my favorite but it it's still an interesting topic irregardless mm-hmm. <laughs> and i'll move on to the next thing that i know you also watched which is bridgerton season two we haven't talked since we both saw that oh my gosh we haven't and okay like it was so good it came out like at the end of march so it because it has been a minute since we've talked but like i've definitely already watched season two two full times (laughs) (laughs) and like every time I see it on my Netflix I'm always like I should just start season one I've watched season one like three or four times all the way through just something fun in the background yeah Mm -hmm. so like I'll probably do that again now with season two Uh, like just start at season one and then I can go longer because it's such a fun world to be in and to live in. I love all the, you know, the lady whistle down stuff mm-hmm. um, and all the clothes and everything. Um, season two is really quite different from season one. Um, Very different. It has like a different feel, but it's about a different sibling. And I kind of feel like each season will probably be a little mm-hmm. different like that because each of the siblings, of course, is so different. Um, and I actually read, and by read, I mean, listen to the audiobook. of, I've actually listened to the second book. So after I watched season one, I was like, oh, this is good. So I'm going to just read the second book. So that way I know what's going to happen in the second um, yeah. season. Well, they totally changed it. So I didn't even really need to listen to it because they changed it enough. And <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, that's me. <laughs> I don't want to be one of those snobs who's like, oh my God, the book was so better because I find those people so annoying. Of course, the book was better. Like it's thousands of pages where a movie has two hours, you know, or like a TV show has, it, it drives me nuts when people say that. So I'm not going to be that person. Um, but I'm kind of surprised at how much Shonda did change it. But I also feel like she did it, of course, for a reason, because if she didn't make the changes that she did, it would have been a little bit too much like season one, where they kind of get, the couple gets thrown together, and then it takes them a little while to realize they really do love each other, um, which is kind of season one. So I think she was trying to make it different, and it was different. Yeah, Um, it was good. I enjoyed it. I yeah and I like I loved the new additions the Sharma sisters were so good like the girl that played Kate was so good so beautiful she's beautiful she's beautiful and I love Anthony Bridgerton he was such 
like he's just kind of a douche in the first season and he still he still is he's kind of a jerk still but like he meets this this girl who just does not care who he is and is not just gonna you know let him sweet talk her into everything and he goes nuts because it's like she doesn't you know she doesn't respond the way most women do where they just fall at his feet so um it's kind of a is it like an enemies to lovers story kind of kind of but they're like i don't know it's like love hate from the second they meet i feel like like you could as soon as he ran into her on that horse or whatever i feel like you could tell okay this is obviously his love interest now right and yeah it was definitely obvious and they were definitely like charged the whole time like it was there's they had like really good chemistry and that's what people sex were tench soups sex tench <laughs> <laughs> so yeah people were saying that online because the guy who plays anthony bridgerton is actually gay in real life so yes. like he's not even into girls and i mean some of those scenes i was like acting uh yeah that's why it's called acting but i just i mean it just kind of goes to show you how good of an actor he is and Mm -hmm. i feel like for the girl too because i would be like if i was an actress trying to like get all hot and steamy with a gay guy like how would you just not sit there it's probably more comfortable than doing it with a straight actor no and that's probably right that's what people are saying like is that he's you know he's from a novel written by a woman and played by a gay man so it's like yeah it's it like that much more intriguing kind of that he is mm-hmm. so swoon worthy because he oh man he is um and not to mention he's just you know really beautiful but yeah i'm okay and they haven't said i don't think we definitely know which sibling is going to be season three and i don't know which one i want like i really want call well colin story um because obviously they've been teasing it for two seasons him and penelope and i don't know if that's what happens i'm assuming that it would be him and penelope season mm-hmm. um and i want to see that one but like i also love uh, benedict. benedict that guy is also super hot so like i'm just here for any season basically and of course eloise i mean we've got to know who eloise comes up with and so there's gonna be like at least three more seasons of this. no for sure and i so and here's the thing too people are saying this online like um they were saying like they get the feeling that benedict is like bi or something and i was like i feel that too he kind of gives off that vibe and i was like are we sure that eloise is not a lesbian i mean let's be real (laughs) like and not just because she's super feminist but it's just like i don't know she and so I don't know that she did kind of have a little boy she was interested in this season. So she she did. Um, and I did like that whole little story too. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's I've, it's regardless of what they do, I will watch every single season and they just they can't do wrong. So I love it. It's so great. Um, and I'm definitely not gonna read the next book because I don't want to be like, ew, she's changing it. Like <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, it was it was real it was really good. And they were saying the part you, I know you won't know what I'm talking about, but there's a scene where Anthony uh, falls into the river and he has to climb out of the uh, out of out of the lake like all wet. And it's a it's a throwback or like a nod to Mr. Darcy from The Pride and Prejudice with Colin Firth. I always want to say Colin Farrell, but it's Colin Firth. And there was a really famous scene and the ladies who have seen that movie, TV series, whatever, will know what I'm talking about. So they definitely like throw some little things in there that's like, oh, that's a nod to previous shows like this in the past. Yeah. Um, But yeah, and so I'm always kind of surprised because you like Bridgerton, right? Like, I just feel like- I too was shocked. (laughs) It's not really your bag, but- it just goes to show you like it's really it's not like so highfalutin and fancy that you can't understand it it's it's just kind of like a community of people and they're you know just all falling in love with each other right yeah yeah totally and i like the music in it oh, like the it. music is so good whenever they're doing a song so they 
takes like very popular songs and just make them classical songs that they dance to at the balls and stuff. And when I hear one, I'm like, oh, I love it. Oh, they're doing whatever. In the it's like a music. game because sometimes I'm trying to listen to it and be like, I know this song. What song is this? It's going to drive me nuts. Exactly. Exactly. It's so good. And I still love the fact that like the queen is black. You know, there's black people there that are in the society doing everything the same, you know, yes. as the white people. I really love that. You know, the and that's what one thing that the actress who plays Kate was saying, like, um, she's the main character, she's the love interest for Anthony, how it's like, you know, you don't typically see like an Indian woman or like, you know, with beautiful, their complexion, like she, her skin was so beautiful. And she's like, that's not something that you see a lot of is like an Indian woman just being a woman and having a crush on a man and seeing, you know, and so it's like, it's cool representation, you know, totes. it's totes inclusive. So yeah, it's just, and you're right. I mean, the girl is so gorgeous and fun fact, she's also from sex education. If you're not watching that show, you guys are missing out. I'm telling you. <laughs> I know I need to keep watching it. So good. Like I can't wait for another season. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, that's it. Um, oh, oh, well, I guess on to the next. Yeah, what else have you been watching? Um, did you watch The Ultimatum? I did. <laughs> yes. Of I, course I did. I binged oh, that. God. It's total trash TV. These couples go on and one of them's given the other one an ultimatum. Like they want to get married and the other one isn't ready yet or yeah. whatever. And it's like five couples and then they all kind of start dating each other. Um, yeah. And so I didn't like the concept of it at all at first. But then watching it, I was kind of like, okay, even the one who gave the ultimatum seems a little bit open to seeing other people. So it was just a very weird thing. Like, and it I don't know, I, I ended up skipping like one episode because I was just ready to get to the reunion. Like, I just want to see what happens with these people. But I did watch, <laughs> I watched like 95% of it. Yeah, I did watch it. I watched the whole thing. I definitely towards the end was getting a little bit like, okay, I'm ready to just get to the end and see what mm -hmm. happens like you. It was actually filmed in Austin, which is a fun fact. Did you notice that? Yes. And um, yeah, so, and I'm not sure exactly when it was filmed, but it's kind of like Love is Blind where like some of the couples are just really interesting because they're just kind of different and like there's a couple where I was like I can't figure this couple out and then there was a couple too where it's like okay so their connection is mostly just physical you know and then this one you know he's way in love with with the girl and she's just kind of like eh, you know? <laughs> yeah and throughout it I was definitely like okay none of these original couples are gonna last oh totally it's, me too yeah well, I was like nobody's gonna last I didn't I I didn't really like the stuff and this isn't this isn't a spoiler because this is at the kind of at the beginning whenever two of the couples that went on the show end up getting engaged before it really starts yeah like at the dinner before when they're supposed to pick what other person they're going to be living with yeah because yeah so they weird. do that they show so one of the people in the couple is giving an ultimatum either we're going to break up or we're going to get married we're going to get engaged and so then all the couples there like they all live at this hotel together and they go on these little dates where they're all just hanging around the pool and they don't talk to their person they came with. They talk to all the other guys or girls, whatever. And so then they kind of are dating them. But I was like, that's weird because the person they came with is sitting right there across the pool from them watching the whole thing. Mm -hmm. it, was, it was a weird premise and then how they choose another person that they want to spend three weeks with and they basically move in with them and you know have a one-bedroom apartment that they sleep in like it's just kind of asking for trouble mm -hmm. it was a little bit too much for me and we love some good trash tv oh definitely love some trash tv and it was I don't know to me it seemed like because it's a new concept, you know, um, kind of like Love is Blind season one and like Too Hot to Handle season one, where it's like, they're just kind of in it for fame. And yeah. it's an easy, it's an easy reality show to do because it's the first season. Nobody knows it. They don't know if it's going to be successful or not. So like, why not? Mm -hmm. 
Um, but it's definitely like an easy binge. Yeah. Um, and it'll surprise you at the end. I was like, that couple stayed together. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, you know, I don't know if it's opposites attract or you just never know with people. And I think with one of the couples, because I was like, I can't believe this couple made it, but you can tell that they have like just such good chemistry. And I really feel like that, what, like, even if you get, like have nothing in common, if you, you know, don't, you know, agree on everything, if you have good chemistry, it's like you can kind of look past a lot of that stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I was, is that all you're gonna, you've been watching? I was gonna say it because I've got a, a trash tv thing we can talk about <laughs> yeah go for it that's definitely all of the new things i've been watching okay so you told me that you guys were watching love island mm -hmm. so i binged an entire season and you're right it is so good <laughs> like especially at the beginning okay and this is what i was going to ask you do they film it like big brother kind of to where it's like kind of live kind of not they have to right because right. whenever someone comes on later in the season they're familiar with the characters and the people that are already on there exactly and yeah. so so the the season so i watched love island australia season one that was just the one i happened to pick and it was like 40 episodes like yeah. i was fast forwarding through a lot of it at the end i was like i okay i just gotta I got to get to the end here. because I mean, what other series that's not like a sitcom is yeah. 40 episodes? No, it was a lot. And it, okay, it it is interesting to see what the couples do, but this one, and and tell me if you're, if the one you watch was like this, a lot of them were just friend zone. So they were all waiting for somebody new to come in and then somebody new would come in and, and one girl would kind of like him and then the next day she's like no he's friend zone too so they were like half of them were just in friend zone the entire season was yours like that um not as bad but there's definitely a few that go through that here and there and I honestly was like I would watch it again like and I would if I because I, I was saying thinking to myself if I was watching this live like over the summer like big brother and watching it week to week and not binging it on top of each other it wouldn't feel like 40 episodes and you'd get really invested in all the little dates and stuff they go on because it is funny too they made them do like crazy challenges like um where they would towards the end they like would make the person stand up and hold up a, a card that says this is what somebody said about you who do you think said it and it was yeah. always yeah always things like um oh, it looks like the carpet doesn't match the drapes or just something really crazy. <laughs> and they would be like, oh, I don't know. So some of the challenges are really funny and they would do like kissing challenges where, mm -hmm. you know, the guys are blindfolded and they have the earplugs in and so they don't know who's coming to kiss them. And I mean, so some of it, it gets, you know, interesting, but I would definitely watch a live season. Did you feel like that or did you, would you only want to binge it? Um... A live season would be a lot unless, like you said, it's on like Big Brother where it's three times a week because that'd be way too many weeks if it wasn't. Yeah, um, for real. Well, yeah. and this, this was I like binging it because I can also leave it on in the background and kind of not fully pay attention to some parts of it. Yeah. Well, and you know what I was doing? So I would just watch the beginning of each episode because it, when it would give you a recap of what happened on the last episode. So then you could just watch all the little recaps and then make it to the end. <laughs> and I mean, I did that for probably like the last five or six episodes because I was getting like, okay. But um, the best part though is, and I've talked about this many times, when you binge an old reality series, you can go on Google and see which couples actually made it. And zero of the one that I watch actually ended up like staying together. <laughs> What about you? Did any of yours or did you Google it? I didn't Google it. Oh, Kelsey, that's the best part. <laughs> I know you're right. I need to do that, but I don't think I ever fully finished it. I got probably to like episode 25 and then kind of fell off. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you should definitely finish it. No, I know, but you can have it on in the background or just go mm -hmm. in there and watch the finale because again, really they'll give you a recap on the finale. They'll give you a recap of the whole season. 
True. So. But the issue is with that is if I watch the finale, I might not even know one of the people because they bring on new people constantly. Constantly. I know. And yeah, it was, it, it's kind of weird because they're just like in that house. And so they don't really go a lot of places or do anything. They're just all sitting around sunbathing, you know, and it's a lot of, this was, uh, this one was set in Australia. So it was a lot of, and I'm sure American version would be like this too, but you know, bathing suit up the butt butts hanging out you know like it's like almost too much for tv you know network tv but not quite so they can still show it i don't know um so i did like it though um and and would definitely watch like i could see myself getting into a new season this summer if they were going to do one because they did the one you watched was it from america or was it from no it was love island australia and it was the most recent one I don't remember okay. what that is, but whatever the most recent one is on there. Well, and it's I good. just do what I said, and it's good. Like it, I think okay. you'd like it. Well, and if I get honestly bored enough and I don't have anything else going on, like I would be open to watching another season. Like there's, mm-hmm. you know, I can, like I said, I can skip to the end anytime I want to. And I really just like the way they say Love Allens because Allen, Love Allens. They've got that Sophie Monk is the is the mm-hmm. host and she says it like it's so the accent is so thick. Love all ones. <laughs> but it okay. reminded me of Beauty and the Geek. Remember when I binged that because yes. that was also Australia, the one that I watched. And yes. I love their accents. No, I do too. And that was another one that she told me to watch. And that one actually is so good as well. It's a good so binge. Good. And it's actually very uplifting and they're nice to each other. They're all friends. Um, okay, so a few other things I have. Um, have you seen that it's new on Netflix? It's called Anatomy of a Scandal. I've seen it on the watch list, but I have not seen it yet. Okay, so I watched that. I want to say it's like, I think it's six episodes. It has Sienna Miller in it, that really pretty blonde. It has, I think its name is Rupert Friend. It's probably nobody that you would no oh the girl that plays jasmine in the live action of aladdin is also in it oh she's beautiful yeah she's beautiful so oh and then also the girl from you watched downton abbey the girl that plays lady mary she you didn't no i thought you and your mom watched it no we didn't watch downton abbey we watched the crown i'm so sorry i'm getting my shows mixed but i know downton abbey's like your total fave it's one of them. It's definitely up there. Um, but so Lady Mary from um, Downton Abbey is in it. And okay, here's what it's about. I won't give anything away. Um, so this guy, it's, it takes place in England. So I'm England. So I don't know all the exact terms, but he's some sort of politician, this guy. He's like a congressman or something would be the equivalent, I think. Um, and he's got, you know, Sienna Miller is his wife. She's really beautiful. They have two perfect kids. They're wealthy. He has an affair with a girl that works in his office. And she, after the, the, after they break up, she accuses him of rape of one specific, one specific encounter. So this all happens in the first episodes. This isn't giving anything away. But so the, the, um, the wife finds out it's kind of all from the wife's perspective, which is interesting. So she finds out that her husband had an affair and then, you know, that this, this girl that he was with for five months is, you know, talking to saying that he raped her on this one specific thing. And so this one specific encounter, so it goes, so then a lot of it is like in trial where they're going over everything and the you know, the prosecution is going, okay, well, so what did he do next? And did you have a bruise the next day? You know, like going through the whole encounter. Yeah. And then the defense is going, of course, like, well, have you had rough sex before? You know, and, you know, so it kind of um, is an interesting conversation that should be had anyways, because, you know, for the longest time, it was like, not even considered a thing that a husband could rape a wife. Like they were like, that literally is impossible. And it's like, no, no, that's possible. <laughs> totally is. Mm-hmm. So, and it's kind of along those same lines of it's, of it's like, yes, they had a totally consensual relationship, but then, you know, something happened. He was a little bit angry and he took it way over the top, you know? 
So it's an interesting conversation with that, but I want to say it's the same people, but it gave me, what was that show with Nicole Kidman where her husband, they thought that, that he was on trial for, what was it? Um, remember we watched, was it called The Undoing? Yes, The Undoing with Hugh Grant. Yes, with Hugh Grant. It had major The Undoing vibes. It is a lot like that. You know, remember how that was from the perspective of the wife. So you're kind of going through it and learning everything with her. It's that same kind of feel. And um, I would say it's a somewhat satisfying ending. Um, but like, it was good. It was a good binge for sure. And an interesting topic that should, you know, be discussed by people. Um, and Maybe then, I'll watch it. yeah, I think you should. Um, and then the other thing is, um, bad vegan, which is also on Netflix. Did you see that? I heard about that one as well, but haven't watched it. Uh, this, it's another, it's another documentary. And I, I want to say it's only like three or four episodes. I think I binged it all in one night. Um, and it kind of got to the point where I was like, okay, I only have 40 minutes left to just finish it. Cause I wouldn't say that I was dying to know what happened next, but it was interesting, but it's another one of those con artists. What was the one we talked about last where the, the Tinder swindler, we talked about that, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, we did. Very similar to that. He's a con man. Um, but they really, so she was a, a vegan chef in New York and was, you know, semi-famous and celebrities came into the, her restaurant because it was like raw food before that was really a thing. So, mm -hmm. and, you know, it was vegan of course, and there wasn't a ton of vegan places because this was like 10 years ago, whatever. Um, so she had this very successful New York restaurant that celebrities came to, you know, made good money. Um, and then she just kind of randomly meets this guy and he, he just takes over her life. And I was getting kind of frustrated because there's, there's audio recordings and stuff of, of, he convinces her of like the most ridiculous thing. It's not even that he's just lying like, oh, I'm going to pay you back or, oh, I need you to do this to save my life. It's, it's crazy things like, oh, if you do this, then we'll become part of the company and then your dog will live forever. Like weird. It's, yeah. It's very weird. So, but the point is just how like a totally successful on her own with it lady can just get so you know, just fall prey to these guys. And it's interesting because she's so beautiful. The woman, um, the main character, and he's like, not, and I mean, I don't want to say he's not, but he's, he's not like on her level. Like it's yeah. not a match. You know what I mean? And he, you know, she said the first time I met him, he was, you know, like 50 pounds overweight than the pictures I saw. So there were definitely red flags, but it's like, you know, people gain weight. I mean, what's the big deal? Um, but it was like her, li her life just totally fell apart. And she actually, did she go to jail for a little while? I mean, like it's, it's really bad. So it's kind of depressing though. And especially towards the end when, when she's just following him around and they're on the run from the cops and she's just like, okay, whatever, kind of like, I don't know what's going on, but whatever. She's just like in a daze. I don't know. It was, it was odd. So like, I don't want to say, like, I really felt all that bad for her. The, on the Tinder swindler ones, like, I felt really bad for the, for the women. Yeah. You know, like, like they, they were just trying to help. They thought that he was going to be hurt. They were just looking for love. And this woman, it's like, she never even is like, oh, we were in like a really happy relationship or, oh, we, you know, he, it was just, it was weird. Um. So I guess I would recommend it <laughs> just because the story is so bizarre. Um, it's probably interesting, but I was just like, well, that's stupid. Why would she <laughs> do that? You know, like yeah. I could, I could see with the Tinder swindler where he's like, oh, you know, he's sending her pictures of him and his bodyguard all beaten up and, 
and like she thinks that he needs money or he's going to be killed and she wants to save him because because it's her boyfriend she loves him you know like those like i could kind of somewhat understand where they're coming from with this i didn't really get it ever um but you know uh, kind of makes me intrigued to watch it though yeah i was gonna say maybe because it's so weird and again we could ask caleb if he was if he was into it but i don't know but um yeah that's that's most of that's mostly what i have watched is there anything else that we need to talk about like what do we want to watch next is there anything coming out that's a great question i feel like the movie pool lately like nothing's just been jumping out at me which is rare like yeah there's like something you know well and it is almost summer and it feels like we're on the tail end of covid like things are getting way more back to normal than they have been so hopefully they'll start putting like if they've been holding on to any more movies hopefully they'll start putting them out but i don't even know of any like marvel or any of those um, well movies. i do oh, doctor strange is about to come out then so that's the next big marvel movie did you see the first one no <laughs> um so i'm i might be going to see that with work though like oh yeah maybe gonna go as an office so if oh, i do i don't know I, I know those don't really like neither of us are huge huge fans of those unless it's wonder woman <laughs> yeah well and that's but that's dc it's the because i really do i thought dr strange was no he's marvel oh i thought you meant you said wonder woman is dc yeah one i just meant yeah i mixed the two together okay i'm sorry yeah. i was like wow see because like i actually kind of do get into batman a little bit and yeah. i get into wonder woman and i definitely get into superman because i get into henry cavill True. but um the other ones i mean it's like yeah i definitely like captain america's hot thor is hot there's a bunch of hot guys in it i just don't care i don't know what it is but, yeah I, okay. I don't care that much either i don't know we'll have to see what else is coming out soon yeah and i really do love tom holland and zendaya i'm always seeing their little you know clips on instagram reels and stuff where they're just such a cute couple so i actually have thought about going and watching the spider-man movies they're in you need to see the new spider-man i've heard like it looks it looks good and i i mean i always liked all the other spider-man movies too it's kind of see i like spider-man too because it's a little bit less of like doom and gloom and the world is ending it's some of that but it's also just high school stuff mm -hmm. you know he's a kid and he's got a crush on a girl and it's you know not like end of the world like batman and superman usually is um so maybe i will do that i might start that as a project but i'm gonna need to be able to stream them somewhere can't you are they still on disney plus oh that's a good question i'm not sure i bet you they are definitely the first two um because there's three right yes and i mean with the most recent spider-man you don't necessarily have to have seen the others um but if i'm gonna watch one oh yeah, you, i might as well start at the beginning if you're gonna do it do it right i get it i mean yes that is one of my models if you're gonna do it do it right if you're <laughs> gonna have dessert do it right and get whatever you want get the chocolate ice cream go for it if you're gonna do it yes do it right <laughs> don't just get your little you know half a cup of fruit on the side with a little get it the way you want it you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a good uh, idea but okay so what about batch nation there's not really a lot going on we're in the off season but i saw that a bunch of them went to coachella of course yes um and i saw who was it that i saw that was like oh that's interesting although that might have been the love is blind people deep d and that other guy that was love is blind but weren't they with hannah ann or something and yes the the reality world merges for yeah sure. it's kind of it's kind of weird but i so hannah ann i guess has that boyfriend who's a football player yes um and i was thinking about all the things because i i still think about the way she used to dress on the show i was like she literally did shop at limited too i think she did that's where she <laughs> shopped for her stuff and not you know you tweeted which is also it. aging us because that's not a thing anymore but still <laughs> but you know what i mean yeah. right like 
<laughs> and that's right. It's aging us. But and remember the tweets where uh, where like you tweeted where I said Hannah Ann is just so not fashion forward. <laughs> And maybe I'm like, is it just that we don't know, like young, I don't know. Style? No, because I don't think that's it. Because I'm like, Becca Kufrin has a really good current style. I mean, I don't really always like the way like Caitlin Bristow always dresses, but it's definitely like in style and it's definitely not for 14 year olds. I'm like, they're both in their thirties though. That's part of my argument. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I think if these... Yeah, I I don't know. You're right because I mean she did dress different even than the other young girls on the show. It just it just seemed like she was shopping in the wrong section of clothes. Like even for as young as she was, she was shopping in the juniors when she should have been in the young ladies or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what the terms are, but just you know, and I mean she probably was like 22, so maybe it was totally appropriate. And I don't, it's like, why do I think about this and why do I care? But I was thinking yeah. about it the other day. No, like, Hannah and Hater. <laughs> I, I know. And I don't want to, I don't want to just be, you know, but she's kind of one of those that always just was like funny, annoying to me. You know, those, remember there was a, a few reels where like after she was on the show and it was like, I'm just going to go ahead and stick these five cookies in the. <laughs> in the oven remember this and it was like they kept rewinding it because it was like six cookies six cookies why she <laughs> <five> cookies? <laughs> and i feel i feel kind of bad because that's totally something i would do just trying to be you know trying to be on social media and then i'd be called out for the rest of my life for one stupid thing. like geez i just glanced at the cookies and said five. <laughs> and i have to live with this forever but i remember laughing so hard at that like <laughs> Six cookies, six cookies. Oh man. But yeah, so she's got a football player boyfriend. I mean, good for her. I hope they're happy. Um, and they're filming Rachel and I'm like, what are their names? Gabby. Rachel and Gabby season. And I saw on one of the Instagrams, like a little video of Rachel filming a hometown date. Um, and you know what, this is actually probably really good timing because now that we're kind of hopefully at the end of COVID, they're probably able to film it more like a regular season. Well, yeah, just like with Clayton's season, how they yeah. were finally traveling. Yeah. Yeah. Clayton's was more like that for sure. Definitely different from like Claire's. <laughs> Let's not talk about it. But, you know, Tasha and Matt James, Katie and Matt James. Yeah. I'm like, I can't even, I can't even keep them straight. But, and they've, I saw that there was a new almost famous out and of course they teased it in a way that uh, almost famous podcast they teased it in a way that made me want to watch it where it was like matt james is here for his full in-depth and he reveals the one off-camera conversation that really solidified his relationship with rachel i was like Ooh. oh gotta listen yeah I'll listen to that <laughs> for sure um so you know it's kind of in that weird lull and we went for so long with shows back to back I'm just yeah I thought maybe they'd just stick with that but now they're making us wait like three months I mean what else are they doing like what is it hard to make a reality show what like it's hard (laughs) but then we'll do back to back we'll definitely have uh bachelor in paradise right after their season so yeah for sure and I don't I'm just really interested to see, are they just going to have like two seasons going on at the same time? Um, or oh yeah, how they're going to do the Rachel? Rachel? Yeah. Or do you think, okay, because I'm like, do you think maybe they went to the guys and were like, which, whose who's season do you want to be on? Or, or like, which girl do you want to go for? I or, have no idea. Like, I can't figure it out. And I, it makes me really curious to watch it. I'm trying not to I overthink do. how it is because- the way that Mike Fleiss made it sound was that it's like two separate seasons. He's like, they're not going to be competing for the same guys. But I'm like, then how is it? Right. So, so then, so is it like, okay, so there's 30 guys for Rachel and 30 guys for Gabby. Do they all live in the same house? Do they live in different yeah. houses? Do they even know that, you know, like it, it's just interesting, but you know what? Okay. This is what I'm thinking. Cause this would be kind of cool. If, um, so like if there were 30 guys for Rachel, 30 guys for Gabby and the guys were separate, but then when they went on dates, they could follow Rachel with her date and follow Gabby with her date and they're separate, but they're kind of going on at the same time. And then 
like the girls could also meet the guy that Gabby was with and vice versa. And they could talk about it and be like, I really like him. What do you think about him? Like where they're like just hanging out as friends and they can get like a friend's opinion. Does that make sense? Yeah. But there's, I'm like, there's no way they're going to have 60 guys on there. Right. I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't think so, but I'm sure they could find 60 guys that would. They could. Yeah. But I mean, they don't make it more like 40 or something. Right. Maybe it'll be like a more reasonable number because I could see. I could see that, but I just feel like it would, it would get weird when one of the guys is like, actually, I wish I was on the other season. Like, yeah. And that's not, that's, they swear that it's not going to be like that. So I don't, I don't know. I don't know, but I'm excited. They keep us guessing and that's, you know, that keeps us coming back. And, you know, I, what about that thing that happened with Clayton where that girl like said on Instagram, like, I definitely saw Clayton last night at did you see that I did see that that he like hit on someone or something yeah this girl put it on face on her on her Instagram or something like I definitely saw Clayton last night and he was definitely trying to get me to go home with him and then Clayton went like on his phone and was like I'm not even in New York like I'm in Arizona and I've been here for the past three months you know and it's like it's literally not me and so then the girl had to come out and apologize and be like, I really thought it was you. <laughs> um, it was just kind of. It's like, girl, that's weird. embarrassing. Yeah. Like she was proven wrong so publicly um, because he immediately was like, nope, sorry. It wasn't me. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and it was kind of just like, why are you so excited to like put somebody on blast like she must have been really sure but maybe she just wasn't maybe she just doesn't know what they like maybe her friend was like oh that's him because they thought yeah. it was him and then it wasn't yeah could be and maybe it was a guy who looked like him right I'm sure like yeah but or maybe she was trying to get some followers out of this I don't know exactly she might have been she just seemed a little too excited to blow up Clayton and Susie's relationship like she was like oh sorry like her she was all mm, you know shaking her head back and forth like yeah. mm. <laughs> and then she got proven wrong and so it's like ooh, yikes but you know I guess that comes with the territory and they I don't follow either Clayton or Susie on Instagram or anything do you I was like I wonder no I actually don't <laughs> but did you see that the girl who does the bachelor data have we talked about this that she was able to quit her job and just do that as her full-time job did you see yes. that uh-huh. Which, I mean, seriously, wow, that's amazing. Like, you get it, girl. That is awesome. <laughs> I know. Well, like goals, major goals. Exactly. Uh, career, hashtag career goals. And it's really interesting because I'm sitting there going, there's no way she can keep coming up with different ways to analyze. That'll be interesting. And every single one, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, totally. And every it's the most thing. random thing. Yes. And it's so interesting. And it, but it's, I mean, it's literally like, it's like, like, um, stats from football or whatever. It's just interesting if you're into it. So props to her. Cause that's, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm ready for a new season. We're kind of in that weird lull. It's April. It's almost May. So like, we're almost to summer. We're just kind of, you know, the school year's going to be over soon. So we're kind of in that weird, um, time so it'll probably you know summer will be here before you know it yeah things will pick up a little bit because aren't the bachelorette supposed to start in june sometime july oh july i know i I was like june is it that far away oh july (laughs) yeah so it'll still be a little while but it'll still be a minute but that's okay well do we have anything that we want to try to watch for the next time or do you know of anything that's coming out I really don't besides that Doctor Strange movie. So we'll have to look. We'll look and maybe we'll see if there's something on a streaming service because those are always very convened. Yeah, super convened. And I mean, I do would like to just go to the movies too. So, you know, we can, I'm sure there'll be something coming out because you guys were trying to get on a sketch. We've sent each other funny. Is it GIF or GIF? I never which one to say. I always say both when I say it. GIF GIF or GIF. GIF. (laughs) But I think it's, Jeff, <laughs> you don't know i no, that, i don't that was me i was gonna say i think it's and then i was like i don't know which one to pick <laughs> is anyway, it data or data 
yeah we send each other funny gifs slash gifts about it like we're gonna get on a schedule and we can do this together our goal is every other week yes that's our goal so we're gonna try um but yeah is there anything else we need to talk about or are we done i guess we're done i think they see it oh you know what kelsey i think i forgot to hit record no it says recording on my end just kidding <laughs> i'm like you know i can see it right <laughs> i know because i keep i think that to myself all the time oh no did i hit record and then i'm like it says it when we start and kelsey would know <laughs> jackie with the jokes i know every now and then it wasn't really a very hard one i was like i'll just try it it'll be funny <laughs> <laughs> you're like immediate la immediately laughing after i'm like i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> thank good at recruiting <laughs> Okay, I think we're done. All right, tell your dogs we said hi. Okay, bye. <laughs>